0: Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are watching from. So, um, welcome to the podcast again with Beatrice, excuse me, with collaborating with Canada Immigration Work and Study Resources. So, um, today we'll be talking about um, Saskatchewan. Um, if you've been following us and you watched our previous webinar, we started with Nova Scotia. And before I dive into Saskatchewan, I just wanted us to do like a brief recap of what we did earlier on. Uh that way we're getting the know and we're in line with things. So earlier i was talking about the factors you need to consider before immigrating to canada especially for those people who are looking to study so um technically the first biggest factor is the province right so um i actually crunched it into seven there are more than seven for sure uh but i crunched it into seven and the seven includes the weather job opportunities the skill set the province um the um, if you're coming with your family in the costs okay so that's seven however this is my this is crunched into seven There are actually more than seven but the number one biggest factor especially for nigerians you need to consider is the province because the province determines a lot of things especially for those who are looking to stay back in the province and who are looking to bring their family if you go to a difficult province life will be difficult for you i always bring in my story i lived in ontario and i wasted so much time in ontario and if i had gone to like a better province let's say i was in saskatchewan or i was in the Scotia, I would have saved some time, so I wasted so much time in Ontario because I did not know, and whatever you do not know, you do not know, right? And ignorance is not an excuse, so that's why I'm here. So, um The biggest factor is the province because the province you live in will determine a lot of things. It will determine the kind of job. If the job opportunities there are for people who are into tech and you are not a tech person, let's say you're a nurse or you're a doctor. Fine, every province would need a nurse or a doctor. But then if you go to a place where it's limited, they don't really need lots of doctors, you're going to struggle. And if you are a tech person and you're in a province where they want doctors, you're going to struggle. So aligning yourself and fitting into the best place is what you're looking at right and i'll talk about um major skills in in um, saskatchewan that they are in need of so you make your decisions and i will be talking about other province going forward so stay tuned so the reason i said province is because a lot of nigerians are looking to move to canada um because some some nigerians consider moving with their families some want to go there to study please utilize canada immigration work and study resources some of these things i'm saying is actually on their website so you can go read it up yourself um however um most people enjoy listening because listening is fast instead of you to sit down and take one hour two hours reading a book or a paper and you may be unfamiliar with uh, the terminologies it's better you just stay here and listen to someone so that's why i'm here right um so most nigerians actually immigrate to canada to study most want to go with their family so these are things a lot of people sit down and want to go. okay if you're going with your family are you going with your wife and children or do you want to go alone and then let her bring in your children and you know for children who are under 18 the education is free so these are factors and things you need to keep in mind and most importantly uh the costs right uh the costs For a province matters a lot a province where the cost for housing the cost for transportation is skyrocketing and if you don't if you have the finance that's fine if you have the capital that's awesome but if you don't have the capital uh, you may want to consider the cost because there are some province where i wouldn't say things are cheap but things are quite affordable compared to other provinces. like if you go to ontario and you want to purchase a property in toronto you're looking to spend about a million dollars but if you are going to go to nova scotia or you're going to go to prince edward island we're looking at like $400,000 instead of a million dollars. So these are costs you want to consider for transportation. Fine, you're coming to Canada in your first, second year. It's not the time to get a vehicle, right? You're going to be using a uh, transportation. You're going to be using the public transport. How much is the public transport? Is it affordable? There are some provinces that the public transport... Although, excuse me. When I was in Canada... Uh, when, excuse me i'm still in canada sorry about it when i was in ontario so i moved from um ontario to um it was it called? i moved from ontario to um british columbia and i'm currently away um and yeah i will be coming back pretty soon so um <clears throat> excuse me Yeah, so when I was in Ontario, I remembered I used to purchase the bus ticket. I would purchase the bus ticket for, I believe it was like $118 for a year. And it kept on going on, like it kept on as a student. Although if you are a a student at the University of Windsor, they give you a discount. They give you at a discounted price if you purchase it from the university, if you purchase it from campus. But I think the price has skyrocketed, like because at that time it was 2014 2015 2016 that was 118 for a year but I heard that in Nova Scotia, it's way less. It's like $70 or $80. So the province, you... And, and let's say, okay, you're going to... I like putting everything in math. So let's say we're going to spend $118 for four years. I'm not saying, fine, you're going to spend four years and you wouldn't try to get a vehicle. I'm just giving a scenario. In that four years, we're spending about $449. Let's just, just do a round figure $500 for transportation, right? That's transportation aside, if I'm going to be taking public transport. And remember, there are some certain places that the buses do not go to right they don't have like because every bus has like a bus terminal where you can wait for the bus and then board the bus there are some regions that the buses doesn't go to. I don't know why it's routed that way. I believe the reason for that is because maybe if you're going out of the city, so if you're going out of Windsor, you're going to Leamington, definitely. Although there's a bus that goes to Leamington, but it follows a specific route. So you want to keep all those in mind because there are sometimes I just want to be playing with you. Sometimes you have to take a cab, a taxi cab, and a taxi cab is expensive. So you want to, like, you're budgeting $500 for... Can, can you listen to me 500 dollars for five years come on that's affordable that's very very affordable um compared to okay if you're gonna add like taxi cab if you're gonna add like taxi cab fee taxi cab fee would be like let's say six hundred dollars um, just miscellaneous plus 500, $1,100 for five years. Come on, that's way cheap. But if you're going to get a vehicle, you want to consider, am I getting a used vehicle? Am I going to get one from a dealership and pay, uh, monthly? Um, it's entirely up to you, but the cost is a big factor to consider, especially if you're coming with your family feeding as well, closing as well. Um, every other factor rent, you're going to be renting is rent cheaper in, in, in Ontario. I would say rent is cheaper in rent is more expensive in ontario compared to any other province in canada so you want to avoid ontario and if everybody wants to go to toronto because it's a popular place people talk about it it's even said in songs uh, but you want to consider your capital right so if you're able to afford it good for you but if you're not able to afford it that is why we're doing this but for me one of the best provinces and if i could turn back the hands of time this is the province for me saskatchewan answers all my questions saskatchewan it's for me i i, I say okay i love Nova Scotia. i usually say that again and again but saskatchewan one has a lot of benefits especially for people who are looking to stay in canada after they study and nobody's told me this and i did not even sit down to do my research i waited until i graduated from ontario and then i started um looking to immigrate you shouldn't do that because my three biggest uh, goal what we want to achieve with you going to um Canada before you even come in is you wanna you want to save time, you want to save money, you want to save stress. You will be so stressed if you go to a province, you wait until you finish your school and then you start doing your it's gonna be really hard. But when you sit down and you plan and you have a mind map and say, Okay, I'm going you you've done all your research and you say okay, I'm going to Saskatchewan or I'm going to Nova Scotia. Okay, I have this in mind. I'm not saying fine. Like you do make plans and some of them would not fall into place. That's life. But at least there is a plan. There is a mind map. Okay, I'm going to Saskatchewan. Okay, I've put Saskatchewan, Nova Scotia, Ontario, British Columbia. This is my skill set. Okay, this is the province I'm going to go because I'm able to afford this. Okay, I have this capital kept aside. My family can join me. I'm able to, if I finish my school, I'm able to spend six months, get my work permit. And you know, everything is well laid out and it's easier. But when you don't know where to go, it's Confusing, then you get there, then they say this, then they sit there, and you're like, Oh my gosh, where do we go? Right? Um, so having a clearer picture of what your future ambition, the Canadian dream, is it's, it's beautiful. Having a vision of where you're going to in life, it's beautiful. You need a vision of how you're gonna start your Canadian journey, how you're gonna finish your Canadian journey, which routes to take, which road to take. It's just like you're on a plane. If you don't know where you're going, you can't just go to the airport and say, hey, I'm going somewhere. Your ticket should have your destination. If you're going to go to Canada, if you're going to go to the UK, if you're going to go to the United States, and it also has a city. Is it New York? Is it Texas? Is it Windsor? Is it uh, um, Brampton? Is it uh, uh, London? Yeah, we're going to, it should have a destination. Right, you can't just say you're going somewhere. So that's the reason why we're here. Again, this is Beatrice with Canada Immigration Working and Study Resources for all those who are here. Do well to subscribe to my YouTube channel and do well to patronize our service. Canada Working and Study Resources is one of the most affordable immigration consultancy firm. We ensure we we give you what you need. We're not just here to get your money, and we're very affordable compared to every other immigration consultancy you know. Canada Immigration Working and Study Resources are very affordable the fees we collect from you we ensure we do our work we have licensed rcic agents and we get to the root of the game to ensure we get you your visa and even if your visa is not approved guess what we refund you right it's refundable trust me i've not seen any consultancy firm as wonderful and as reliable as canada immigration Working study resources okay so we're here for you and uh, i just wanted to point that out that Go ahead and use our services and uh, you thank me later because, um, yeah, especially when you come to Canada, you know, enjoy our our services. You can always recommend someone else. So let's dive into Saskatchewan since we've talked about the factors. I know that took quite a while. So Saskatchewan is a prairie province. Okay. So there are actually three prairie provinces. Uh, We have Alberta, we have Saskatchewan, we have Manitoba. A lot of people ask, what is prairie? Prairie uh, is found in the western region of Canada, and it's covered by grassland plains and uh, lowlands, right? It's really beautiful, especially... uh, Manitoba Alberta is also beautiful as well um, for people who are looking to go to a province that's affordable you want to go to Saskatchewan but if you're gonna consider because there are certain things you need to consider as well if you're going to Saskatchewan the, the weather the minimum wage the skill set right uh, would you would your family uh, is it a place you have your family there I usually recommend if you're coming to Canada come in groups and if you already have your family staying in one province don't be the don't be uh, an is- isolated person don't be an island don't say oh my brother in saskatchewan i'm gonna to go to ontario and then i'll be visiting no go where your brother is it will make life easier and smoother for you okay Especially if that brother is willing to help you. I do understand some families don't help. But if they are willing to help, go where your brother is. Trust me. Because they already know things, right? They have more experiences. They know how the provinces work. They're going to help you out, okay? So, go to where your brother is. So, certain factors you want to consider when you're in Saskatchewan is um, the weather conditions. Saskatchewan does get really cold. It's a Priory province. And I already told you what priories, what, what, what a Priory is. And uh, all the provinces that are Priory province. So uh, the weather is usually from negative five degrees to negative 42 degrees. That's for the lowest. Negative 42 is pretty cold. And then it does get warm um, in the summer. Um, Now, um, winter, winter in Canada is usually from December to like, uh, let's say, February, March and then spring kicks in and then March, April and then summer kicks in fully in april this is i'm telling you because i lived in ontario right so this is the usual way (laughs) but in saskatchewan it may not be like this okay summer means it's hot you know how it's very hot in nigeria like nigeria is my main audience but i do see that some people are listening to me from india from china from the united states and i'm really grateful thank you so much because this has been recorded on anchor thank you um so where was i again i really love this <laughs> thank you people please go ahead and subscribe to my channel on youtube Um, uh, yeah um and and the summer is usually around april may june and then july and then august september the fall starts kicking in where the trees changes to yellow fall uh, september october november and then december is winter okay however in saskatchewan winter starts in november winter starts in November and the reason why is because it's one of the coldest provinces like I told you guys the weather is really something you want to consider you don't just want to jump into a province if you're someone you have asthma or you have any other cold related respiratory diseases you want to run away from provinces that are extremely cold and if you, are, if you have the capital go all the way to Ontario Ontario is warm. Windsor I lived in Windsor and I was told Windsor is one of the warmest cities in Ontario so I went to Windsor and my consultant actually chose Windsor for me because she said uh, we've heard from previous um, clients she has worked with. Um, like I am a permanent residence. I got my permanent residence, although it took me a lot of pain before I got mine. And it took me a lot of a lot of crying and weeping and waiting before I got mine. that's why I'm here to tell people, hey, if you can make your choices better and you can make your choices earlier, you wouldn't fall Victim, and you wouldn't go through the suffering. I, I suffered a lot. I suffered a lot. But Canada is a beautiful place. You do get the Canadian dream. It gives you freedom. You're able to travel and come in. And once you have your permanent residency, the immigration um, office of officials. Remember when you get into Canada, there are officers that actually check your luggage and stuff. Some of them are immigration people. Once you have PR, you don't really have to wait there for a long time, right? They just say, oh, you can go because they trust you. <laughs> so um, yeah. So I was talking about the weather. So the weather is the biggest thing you need to consider warmest provinces are british columbia and ontario coldest provinces are saskatchewan none of it prince edward island these provinces are cold but they are affordable so it's entirely up to you like i said if you have respiratory problems you do not want to go to saskatchewan because it really gets cold it gets cold from november and it can go all the way from november to march so that's november december january february april january february march so that's like five months meanwhile some people are just having two months of winter which is december and january and that's it so yeah and the minimum wage in saskatchewan is 13 dollars an hour that's pretty low ontario is $14.25. ontario is higher because things the living expenses in ontario is also high and i know noticed so far and um you can also go do your research there's a lot of in demand skills especially in tech saskatchewan are currently looking for people who are skilled in tech so if you're a tech person and you're good with tech technology go ahead and go to saskatchewan the world the world uh, uh, should not be limited and one great thing about saskatchewan i love is the universities they have one of the top best universities in the world there's university of saskatchewan and there's university of regina okay so these are the two best provinces in um saskatchewan and now for people who are looking to study in saskatchewan please utilize canada immigration work and study resources they're going to help you with that and they have guaranteed guaranteed admission there is no such thing as my admission is not no no getting approved like i i i, I when i was going to school in canada um the university of york told me to write them a 350 page paper telling them why i don't want to school in my country why i want to school there Um, guess what I was actually the one who wrote that but don't worry about that we canada immigration work and study resources will take care of that for you and you don't even have to worry about admission because we are affiliated with tons of other universities and we will ensure you get your admission and for people who are looking to go to college because they cannot really afford a teacher remember you're paying an international international fees international fees is three times the canadian fees, so canadians will be paying a thousand five hundred per month while you guys an international student, will be paying like ten thousand or twenty thousand which is quite a lot Yeah, but then the good thing about it is after you've immigrated and you get your permanent residency, you are able to establish yourself in Canada and your children and your family get to get an affordable school. So someone has to pay the price. Someone really has to pay the price in the family. I was the one who had to pay the price, so it could be you or yeah. So just letting this out so um other schools in 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 in, um, saskatchewan colleges so if you want to go to a college because i believe the tuition there is not as expensive or ridiculous as the universities you can go to campion college in saskatchewan south east college is in saskatchewan and Cumberland college is in saskatchewan so these are colleges you want to take a look at um in saskatchewan um if you want to school if Saskatchewan is your dream and you want to school there so quickly i will talk about the Saskatchewan immigration nomination program now if you have listened to my first webinar or my no my second webinar i talked about Nova Scotia provincial nominee and i told you provincial nominee uh, is an immigration pathway where we are the provinces collaborate with the federal government on bringing skilled workers into the system is an economic stream right it's how the company uh, sorry how the country makes revenue how the country makes finances right they need to increase their GDP right their gross domestic products so they, 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 they increase their revenue by if you if you notice Canada is one of the countries that depends on immigrants a lot so most people there are immigrants so, moving on. Uh, for Saskatchewan nomination program, the pr- you have to pay a fee. Remember, in Nova Scotia, you don't have to pay a fee; you just apply. Yeah, but in Saskatchewan, you have to pay a fee, three hundred and fifty dollars. But not to worry. That's why we have Canada Immigration Working can Study Resources. We have your back. If eventually you want to immigrate in the future, um, you can always fall back to us and we'll definitely help you. Remember, we have licensed ROCIC agents, not just people who just say, "Oh, just came together and say oh, we want to start Canada immigration." These people have gone to school, they're licensed, and the government trusts them. So, for Saskatchewan, they actually have only four pathways and these pathways have sub-pathways underneath them. And I'm going to talk about it, okay? Do me well to subscribe to my YouTube channel at CIWSRBP. It's also Beatrice OT, so you could Google Beatrice OT. I'm going to come up, but it's actually CIWSRCBP because I'm a business partner. So, um... So the four major streams for Saskatchewan Immigration Nomination, we have the International Skilled Worker Pathway, Provincial Nominee Program, we have Entrepreneur Pathway, Provincial Nominee Program, we have Worker with Saskatchewan Work Experience, Provincial Nominee Program, and Farm Owner and Operator, Provincial Nominee Program. So I'll talk about the ones that are not really like intense. So I'll talk about the farmer, now that's if you have lots of money here and you know, you have money in your home country, those uh, rich politicians in Nigeria and you want to own a farm and you have farming experience. Experience. You could fall under the farm owner and operator program. However, you have to deposit seventy-five thousand dollars. You have to show them your capital investment in Saskatchewan that you have capital. Show them your capital assets, and you have at least five hundred thousand dollars that you want to use to start your farm in Saskatchewan. Now, uh, there is something um, Saskatchewan does that Manitoba also does, and I love this. It's called exploratory visit. But before you do this exploratory visit, you have to, you ought to have shown them your money and your assets and all that. What this means is you're able to come to Saskatchewan, see the country, see the province, and then um, you probably have paid for where uh, yeah, your farm would be and all that. And then after seeing the province, if you like the province, you can go ahead and start the process. But if you don't like the province, then yeah. You could stay back in your home country or look for a different province. But the Manitoba also offers this as well. And then we have the entrepreneurial Pathway Provincial Nominee Program. So you have an existing business in Saskatchewan. Where you're able to buy your business. And then you, are, you just... Technically, making sure you're bringing economic revenue to the uh, province, to Saskatchewan. Now, I'm going to talk about the other two, which are pretty long. Uh, they have all the sub pathways beneath them, and that is the International Skilled Worker Program and Worker with Saskatchewan Work Experience. So, I'm going to talk about the Worker with Saskatchewan Work Experience Program, and then I'm going to go over to the Worker with uh, the, the International Skilled Worker Pathway. So, the Worker with Saskatchewan uh, Worker Experience Program, there are about six. Order sub pathways underneath that so what's technically what it means is you have skilled work experience you are in you're living in saskatchewan and you have skilled work experience in saskatchewan so they have the skilled worker experience with like existing skilled worker with an existing work permit we have the student pathway we have the health professional we have the semi-skilled agricultural worker with an existing work permit we have the hospitality sector and we have the long haul truck drivers however all these pathways are people who are currently living and residing in saskatchewan and they have a work permit okay so worker with saskatchewan work experience from the name you ought to have work experience and what i love about this pathway is the fact that for students for students guess what all you need to necessarily do is have six months work experience while you're in Saskatchewan after you finish your school. And that's it. You're good to immigrate into Express Entry, right? And in, in your, you're good to get into the system. If Entry is taking so much time, you could use the SNIP, which is Saskatchewan Nomination Immigration Program, apply via that, you get your PMP, it, it boosts your score, and then guess what? You get your PR. Instead of you waiting. I had my friend that got her PR. She got her PR two years before I got mine. Why? Because of what Saskatchewan offers. And that's the reason because I was in Ontario. And that's the reason why I keep saying the province you choose the province you choose it's gonna it's gonna have a huge factor on you so if you choose the wrong province you're gonna wait and if you don't mind waiting fine but trust me time is money time is life right if you can lose money and get it back but if you lose time you don't get it back and you're aging so yeah so um so for those um, six programs I call long-haul drivers, the health professional, the semi-skilled agricultural worker with existing work permit, hospitality sector, student-skilled worker with existing, you ought to have a work permit. It's one of your requirements. You ought to also show them um, proof of academic experience and then you ought to write the um, English language test. The CLB-5 is not really a lot, right? you're good to go and then lastly we have the international skilled worker pathway so for the international skilled worker pathway you really don't necessarily have to be residing in Saskatchewan. there are people who reside in saskatchewan that could apply for it but you really don't have to be in saskatchewan Uh, for the international skilled worker we have the international skilled worker employment we have the tech talent pathway we have the occupation in demand pathway we have the Had to feel skills pathway and we have the express entry pathway for the international skilled worker pathway now for every single one of them, there are usually four requirements that is needed. You have to show your identity. You have to prove your identity. Please do not misrepresent yourself. And again, that's why Common, utilize Canada Immigration Work and Study Resources. We have all the tools you need. We have everything so you don't make mistakes so that your application is not rejected. Because there's something that happens in Saskatchewan. If your application is closed, you can't use that application. You have to reopen a new application. So to prevent all this, that's why you have Canada Immigration Work and Study Resources. Please use their services. Okay to help. So the four major requirements for all those skills, for all those are programs I mentioned, that is the sub-programs under the International Skilled Worker Pathway, which is the International Skilled Worker Employment, Tech Ta- Talent, Pilot Occupation and Demand, Um, express entry and how to feel skills. You ought to approve a language skill. You have to also um, show your identity which have international passport. Please do not misrepresent yourself. You have to show work experience. You have to have academic credentials. Now, for the international skilled worker pathway and for the tech talent pilot, you ought to show a job offer. So an employer has to give you a job offer. Maybe say you applied for a job. This is where you use Canada Immigration Work and Study Resources because we will be doing those background work for you and ensure you get a job it's pretty intense but we'll definitely get that for you as long as you made payment for your fees we'll make sure we'll get that for you but technically you get a job offer and then you show them when you're going when you're applying on a pmp and remember in provincial nominee, you do make a payment of 350 dollars trust me that's cheap ontario is 1500 for provincial nominee, so trust me that's cheap um so yeah, you have to show job offer for walk to fill skills pilot. Uh, um, um, hard sorry, hard to fill skills because there are some skills that are hard. You don't actually need a job offer for that. For express entry, you must be in the pool. It must be in the Express Entry pool, and you select Saskatchewan. Now, some people may not understand this, which we're already talking about. Use Canada Immigration Working Study Resources. They're going to take care of all that for you as long as you make payments. We'll definitely ensure all those are covered. So, um, yeah. So, in a nutshell, I have covered Saskatchewan Immigration Nomination Program. If there's still anything you're not clarified about, go ahead and shoot us uh, a, text, uh, 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 a text via our Facebook. Our Facebook name is CIWSRC canada immigration work and study resources additionally you can subscribe on my youtube channel at beatrice ot and i would answer your questions and route you to ciwsrc so that they can go ahead and start your admission process for those who are looking to study now i have talked about nova scotia and i have talked about Saskatchewan. please if you've not listened to the previous webinar do go and listen to it so that you make better informed decision and save time money and stress because you don't want to go to canada and you're just confused you're just sitting in toronto you're like oh my god this place is so expensive and you're not even aware that there are other provinces, you're not even aware that there are tons of opportunities, do not sit in one province, that's the mistake I made and I sit there for a very long time and another thing why I was a little bit um, obstructed was because I did not have a family member, right? Uh, now that I'm trying to walk my family to join me but I did not have a family member, so it was pretty tough so if you do have a family member hop on to the province you're in it makes life easy because they know the rules of the game, they know what has happened, they have experiences, you can't beat experiences Experience, right I have experience as well now for people who don't have a family please come in groups come with your brother come with your sister it may be capital intensive if you don't mind save some money it's good if two people come to, to Canada together they will succeed faster than if only one person comes because if only one person comes that one person have to figure a lot of things out but if it's two people one person is figuring out 50% the other person is figuring out the other 50% okay again this is Beatrice with Canada immigration work and study resources thank you for subscribing to my channel thank you for listening we'll see you on the next podcast have a good day bye now